Hey everybody, <laughs> do you remember a few days ago when I said there was a, a, a representative in the legislature who was talking about the deep state? Well, we just happen to have a surprise for you. Enjoy this. They want to eliminate what they call the deep state. The deep state is a cadre of professionals dedicated to honoring the Constitution, the laws of this country, and carrying out the policies of the Congress and the President. The deep state, the deep state, the deep state dedicated to carrying out the policies of the President. The deep state dedicated to carrying out the policies of the President. I tell you what, folks, the deep state, <coughs> deep state, <coughs> deep state, dedicated to carrying out the policies of the president. Folks, how about this policy? The open Mexican border. Hmm. What's going on down there? Uh, how about this? How about illegals? bringing in all the drugs they can carry. Folks, over in Florida, they made it across the border, and the sheriff's office there in Jacksonville, where we happen to, never mind, in Florida, in sheriff's office, right? the sheriff's office in Jacksonville, seizes enough fentanyl to kill one and a half million adults. If I can remember my math, folks, that many people didn't die from real cerveza bug, right? Normal people, sick people, sure. Normal people, no. Folks, one and a half million adults. That's enough of it, right? I'm not saying that's how many people die from it, but I think I think like, like one person dies of fentanyl every 11 minutes or something like that. Let's see. So China, fentanyl via the Mexican open border. Is that the type of policy that the deep state is dedicated to uh, enforcing? A cadre, meaning gang, mafia gang, a cadre. Oh, man, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. I want to thank everybody for all of your great support. We have a job to do. Spread the word. Get prepared. Prep to action. You guys are a huge part of this. Uh, you know, we, we could just prep for ourselves. Just hold back, sit back, be quiet. Let everyone else just, you know, do their own thing, bury their heads in the sand or up their sphincters, but you guys are awesome. And I really want to thank you for being here right now, supporting us at the preparedmind.club and at subscribestar.com. Both are portals, folks, into the world of getting prepared. And you support us with two bucks a month, seven cents a day. I need everyone to get over to the club and do that. The more we get, folks, the more armored we can be, the better protected we can be. We can ultimately, folks, broadcast from 
thepreparedmind.club and thepreparedmind.club only if YouTube were to kick us off. And it's smelling like they're getting very afraid in social media of what is coming. So much so, folks, that all the leftists are actually passing legislation, right, to protect federal employees from being fired by Trump. Last time I looked, President Trump wasn't president at this time. But they're so afraid of him, so afraid of him, that what? <laughs> that they're passing laws just in case he becomes president? Two years crazy stuff, folks. But I just mentioned that, what, we've got people coming across the border, hitting our country on the shores, delivering drugs, trafficking humans. You know, like President Biden traffics humans. He gets them across the border, then he puts them on buses, trains, planes, and flies around the country. I think that sounds a lot like human trafficking. Hmm. Maybe we should impeach him for human trafficking. Unbelievable, folks. But we are being invaded. The Department of Homeland Security, one of those ABC groups, Department of Homeland Security, they have an intelligence report that has revealed something very interesting. Venezuela, folks, the socialist country of Venezuela is doing this. They're taking their prisoners and they're sending them to the U.S. border. Does that sound like an army of miscreants and criminals is being sent here? Yeah, and if you live in a border state, California, Arizona, New Mexico, or Texas, you're probably going, yeah, we're feeling it. What better time than now <clears throat> to have food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and a means of self-defense? I really do believe they're shutting us down, folks, you and I, trying to silence us. The lawsuits have started. The fight is on. Big tech, social media are in trouble, and they're hiding they're hiding. Congress is afraid. The bureaucrats are afraid. The deep state is shaking in their boots. So much so that they've revealed themselves and even proclaimed themselves to be heroes of our country. What a freaking joke. Unbelievable, folks. Hey, it is the monologue and the Q&A. So get your questions into Jolene. Get them in the comment section so she can line them up. And you'll get the second half of the show as we kick this week off. Right. Question I have is, will evil win the SHTF war? Are they going to win? Can they win? Do they know how to win? I'm going to say, folks, they don't know how to win. All they know how to do is corrupt and destroy. Steal and destroy. Think about it. Think about everything they do in business. They screw over their competition and take it over and destroy that market. They create monopolies. They buy politicians. And they destroy freedom and liberty. Prove me wrong. Show me one place where a totalitarian dictator said, hey, I'm going to show up and make things better. Unbelievable, folks. I don't really recommend you try doing that because I don't think you're going to have much luck. <laughs> un, un, unbelievable. And this camera is driving me nuts. There we go. Now, the mainstream media, much like uh, <clears throat> the deep state, is very much afraid. Very much afraid. So much so they, they can't help themselves. 
They are so desperate to get anything to stick. They're accusing us, folks, of the most outlandish shit. And again, it's a combination of um, projection where they have a problem with themselves and, and they blame everyone else. And then the fact that they are completely just beside themselves with fear because they're being exposed and they're losing power. There's an idiot MSNBC contributor. Right? He's got the wannabe Don King haircut. He says this, quote, white people turn violent when they don't politically get their way all the damn time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah, those are the same white people who join violent BLM and violent communists in protests. And we saw a lot of that in 2020. Yeah, those white people turn violent when they don't politically get their way all the damn time. Otherwise, tax-paying, law-abiding, whitey crackers, uh, we be decent folks. <laughs> yeah, white people turn violent when they don't politically get their way all the damn time. More race baiting, more racial division, more making race the topic, the issue, rather than the subject matter of politics, policies, law, and the Constitution. I mean, folks, they're pushing for social conflict. They're pushing for civil war. They're pushing for revolution. Not me, not you. They are. They've got, folks, get this. They've got news reporters in every city. They go on TV, have newspapers, internet. They have national syndicated radio, television, even satellite technology to get their message out. And they're still losing to us. They're losing the campaign, the battle, the war for the minds of the American people. Their biggest tool, though, is fear, folks. If you're afraid, if you hide from these people, that's what's going to happen, is they get power from that. That's why I say step out front, prep to action, and start taking action and showing these people we're not afraid of them. That's what they want. That's why the FBI has been so loud, so instrumental since the 2020 election, harassing free people, confiscating their phones. Hey, Mike Lindell saying that his First Amendment, Fourth and Fifth Amendments, and, and who knows what else he's going to come up, were, were aggressively violated by the FBI. He's going to have a hell of a lawsuit, folks. But winning a lawsuit is different than winning the war against these totalitarian scumbags. We went a few years ago from saying, you know what? Shit could hit the fan. I think we ought to be prepared to, holy cow, it's hit the fan. Now look what the government is doing as a consequence of that, the thing that they caused. We are now at war with our government, folks, over our rights, not with guns and bullets in the street, but fighting right, for our belief system, for our country. But it's not good enough just to have a fight here. They need to keep everyone around the world scared. And get this, Putin, that's right, Vladimir Putin has something to say. He says, hey, war could escalate if Ukraine terrorists continue their attacks inside of Russia. 
And I say, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? I mean, if, uh, let's see, if we had Canadian nationalists coming across the border into America, sneaking into our country and blowing shit up, military bases, infrastructure, power lines, doing what they could to harass the American people, we would say, now Canada, you big maple leaf silly dudes, you're going to knock it off because we can make our own maple syrup and you're going to knock it off or we're going to kick your ass. It's pretty much the same thing, only Ukraine is much smaller geographically compared to Russia. But Canada, right, if they had terrorists attacking us, we would respond. So why wouldn't Russia? War can escalate, folks, and Ukraine is doing everything they can, it would appear, to make it happen. Let me ask you this. Who does it serve? Does it serve me and you? Does it serve anyone that you know, any regular people? Who does war serve? That's right. right. It serves them, the military industrial complex, the war machine, the World Economic Forum. Right? Evil wants to win, folks, but all it can do is blow things up and destroy. Right? They divide the people and pit them against one another. So I got a great example of that here domestically. I just talked about dumbass, right? Dumbass NBC. <laughs> you know, white people are violent, blah, 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 right? More divisive crap was started over a lie, a proven lie, a lie that was debunked, right? Or I should say an accusation that was debunked. But Oregon fans at a BYU game start chanting, fuck the Mormons, fuck the Mormons, right? Because there was a hate hoax that said the BYU, the Brigham Young University crowd, heckled a black volleyball player. So now we have organ idiots. <laughs> and I don't have a whole lot of love for organ idiots, folks. There's some great people in Oregon, but the idiots there... Uh, they are a special breed, kind of like Washington idiots and California idiots. They're a very special breed. But this is the attitude we have now, right? Fuck the Mormons. And you and I say fuck Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Governor Prickster and Gavin Newsom. And fuck them all. That's the attitude. No longer can we go, look, let's sit down and let's Let's do something that helps the country because their idea of helping the country, the leftist socialists, is to enrich themselves with business, take your money and give it to their constituents. That's their idea of how government should operate. Our idea of government operating is the government stays out of our business, quits taxing us, protects us from the enemy, protects our borders, right, and leaves us the hell alone. A little bit of a difference in policy. When people say there's a uniparty, yeah, I get it. The Democrats and the rhino Republicans and even the cowardly Republicans help strengthen the socialists. But socialist folks, they can't build anything. Show me a country, show me a socialist nation that's building anything. What they do is they destroy. They take from some people and give it to another. Now, you can use China. The Chinese Communist Party, as an example, 
and they've adopted fascist business practices. They have borrowed from the future at a greater rate than the United States ever dreamed of. Right? They've borrowed money to build that country, and it is in huge trouble also. This whole planet, folks, is run by a bunch of, <laughs> I guess we could call them psychopaths. Anyways, get your questions into Jolene. We're at past the 15-minute mark. We get to the 30-minute mark, and I turn the show over to you. I turn the show over to you for your questions, your comments, your thoughts. Thank you, Jolene, and it's good stuff. Good stuff. Now, <clears throat> I want to play a game. That's right, folks. It's called Take a Wild Guess. <laughs> let's say, let's play that game, folks. A pilot suddenly died during a flight from Novokunetsk to St. Petersburg, Russia. I have no idea where Novokunetsk is, right? But pilots around the world are well, sleeping, they're passing out, they're fainting, or just dying, you know, dead. <laughs> like kill, Raid used to kill bugs dead, right? Um, so my question to you is, with all the trouble with pilots that have been coming up in the news, do you want to play airline roulette? I think your odds are probably better playing that than playing Russian roulette. But airline roulette is starting to look pretty dangerous. Right? To make my point a little stronger, here's another one. Commercial aviation website called Aviation Herald right, reported two pilots on a flight from Sudan to Ethiopia last week. These pilots apparently fell asleep and missed their landing. How do you fall asleep? Well, that's known as passing out or fainting. Folks, who is flying planes? Those pilots who got the Jim Jones juice and the juice boosters. Who are not flying the planes? People who said, I'll pass. No, thank you. Now, the pilot that I know personally, a, a mainstream airline commercial pilot, Flies the big ones, the big planes that look like giant Tylenols flying through the sky. This guy I know personally has, well, no explanation for why there's so few flights and the pilots remaining have all these health issues. He just can't seem to figure it out. Can't seem to figure it out. He has no explanation, folks, but I do. I have an explanation. I have an explanation. It's called the Jim Jones juice. How much do we have to see from this to know, right? Uh, one second here. Okay, very good. Thank you for putting up with that. There's just there's a, a thousand different ways people are communicating. Crazy stuff. All right. <clears throat> Let us move on if we shall. This was a big deal. 
yesterday at the zoo. One of our awesome folks, awesome super chat donation dudes brought up the SCO, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Yes, we discussed this on the zoo, at the zoo. Most of the world, folks, uh, wasn't notified that the Shanghai Cooperation Organization was initiated, started, had members, and was going to meet. And no one was notified what Russia, China, and all their allies were going to do. But the United States government, and I think NATO, should have known, and certainly they are going to wake up, folks, so let's cover it some more. Um, I'm going to use an article from the Gateway Pundit, a well-known political magazine and organization, right, covered some of this SCO stuff. And this is what they wrote. I am certain that most Americans do not have a clue what transpired this week at the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. Is a clarion call, a defiant declaration, and the countries which account for over half of the world's population are no longer going to defer to the United States, meaning over half the world's population through this Shanghai Cooperation Organization are going to tell the United States to suck it. They're not going to play their games anymore. The attendees to the SCO include Russia, China, India, Turkey, Iran, Pakistan, Egypt, and Saudi Arabia. Right? The speeches by Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are especially noteworthy. Both countries put the U.S. on notice that the U.S. and NATO will be treated as a sponsor of terrorism because they supply weapons to Ukraine that are being used to attack civilian targets. Interesting, huh? Now, let me continue. Um <clears throat> with the Gateway Funded article. Russia and China also put the West on notice that Iran is no longer going to be treated as a pariah state, as in they're not going to be treated, right, like they're evil or they're scum. Iran is welcomed by both Putin and Xi as a member of the SCO. Going forward, this means Iran, folks, Iran will do business with all members of the SCO under a new financial order being organized by Russia, China, India, and Brazil. Those are the BRICS nations. SCO, BRICS. Now, I'm done with the gateway's words. These are John's words, right? This is John speaking John words. Russia, China, and their SCO allies are going to do business, folks. They're going to protect one another militarily, and they have put D.C., the European Union, NATO, and the World Economic Forum on notice. As Vladimir Putin calls it, the unipolar liberal world order, the globalists, and the World Economic Forum now face a formidable union that refuses to any longer allow itself to be bullied, bullshitted, and punished with the U.S. dollar. The Great Reset, folks, is going to face competition for world resources, and wealth creation. It isn't going to be easy, folks, for these World Economic Forum Illuminati bastards to control us domestically, that's me and you, the people, nor is it going to be able to control the SCO nations, the BRICS nations, led by Russia and China, right? Enemies make for strange bedfellows. 
right? The Soviet Union collapsed. They found that communism didn't work. That's now Russia. And China, well, they're communist controlled, but they have allowed their country to operate, to operate as a fascist country. It's socialist. Both communism and fascism are socialist. It's just in one private business is allowed to own and keep their profits. So the communists are allowing this in order to have a more functional economic system. We got trouble, folks. You know, the United States government wants to say you and I are the enemy. Who's letting in the drugs, the criminals, the illegals? Who's killing our energy system? Well, I know it's not you and I. I know it's Biden, but this is what Biden thinks of us, right? Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans extremism. MAGA Republicans extremism. Donald Trump is not normal. MAGA Republicans extremism. Donald Trump is not normal. Extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans extremism. Donald Trump extremism. Donald Trump is not normal. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Oh, yeah, that's what they like to think, folks. Standing in front of the flags during his uh, hellish speech, right? Well, get this, folks. The Pentagon has launched a probe into a woke Defense equity chief, <laughs> right? Uh, I didn't know that the Pentagon needed an equity chief. Well, this lady has anti-white tweets that have surfaced, right? I guess the Pentagon, folks, doesn't have social network background research, background checks. Well, banks do, credit agencies do, and corporations do, and they screw with us over it. They punish us. But the Pentagon missed an overly racist person, an overt, meaning way out in the open. They just missed this and made her an equity chief? Hmm. <laughs> it sounds like she is so bad that they can't uh, excuse it away. So they're going to open a probe. <laughs> a probe, folks. That's what aliens do to you. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she's going to like the probing. But these people in Washington, folks, they're complete bunglers. They're complete morons. Uh, Joe Biden's motorcade got tangled up in British traffic today. And then Joe Biden told the British that Queen Elizabeth reminded him of his mother. Folks, Joe Biden's mother hated the queen, wrote nasty poems, and wrote nasty shit about her. Uh, wow. I mean, make heads and tails out of that one. And we know that, that Joe, we knew this back when he was vice president under Barack Hussein, Barry Satoro, Obama. We knew that Biden exaggerates, that he's full of shit, that he makes stuff up, that he lies, that he's, that he's a racist. Uh, he's the one that looks to color all the time, right? Unbelievable, these clowns, folks. It is a clown world. 
And these people are in charge. They have incredible power. Incredible power. I mean, listen to the disconnect between the politics at the top and the people down here. Look at the ridiculous statement. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you, folks. I'm going to tell you about it. This is one of the biggest what the fucks I've ever heard. And I get surprised all the time, folks. It is stunning how bad these people are. Joe Biden, <laughs> during his interview, said, people disapprove of me because they are psychologically unable to be happy. What kind of accusation is that? If someone is psychologically unable to be happy, they would disapprove of Biden? I would think that if someone was psychologically unable to be happy, they would approve of Biden because they would want him to go screw everything up so badly that they couldn't be happy. But I know me and I know you and I know good Americans and we want to be happy and we want the president to not ruin our country. But this is just a massive claim that is just, it's, it's the temerity Right. It, 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 is, it is beyond comprehension that he could say something this despicable. The hubris of this moron, folks. Well, the people disapprove of me because they're psychologically unable to be happy. Is he a psychologist? Is he a psychiatrist? Does he understand the deep windings of the human psyche and all of the people in the world? And, and Joe Biden can pontificate. It, he can barely defecate and know that it's happening. It just does it all on its own. And this guy is going to psychoanalyze the country. Give me a freaking break, folks. But understand the danger of this type of attitude. Uh, yeah, on the one hand, he is completely a comical buffoon. On the other hand, this man could say, yeah, these people, they're just not capable of being happy. Well, these people... They're not really Americans. These people aren't even really Americans. I think they're aliens. Right? What delusion does Joe Biden operate under in his head? What delusion? What illusion? What lies does he live out? Folks, a lot of people said Adolf Hitler was crazy. He lost his shit. A lot of people say Joseph Stalin was crazy. Soviet leader this time, and he lost his shit. He killed, uh, what was it, half or two-thirds of his own officer corps in his military, almost cost him World War II. He was so paranoid that he considered his own military leadership his enemy and a risk, and he killed them. Socialist, Joseph Stalin, socialist. Joseph Biden, socialist. Crazy? Starting to look that way, isn't it? Crazy socialist named Joseph. Can you trust him? <sighs> By the way, I think the name Adolf is German for Joseph. <sighs> okay, folks, let's lighten the mood a little bit here. <laughs> let's play Take a Wild Guess. <sighs> Unbelievable, folks. A Canadian man recounts his near-death experience, and he got... Three, folks, three Jim Jones juice 
injectiones. Guess what? He suffered cardiac arrest, kidney failure, respiratory failure, paralysis, nerve damage, zero brain activity. Wow. Just wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Take a wild guess, folks. <laughs> I mean, do you think that Jim Jones juice had something to do with suffering all of those things? I think what the biggest miracle is, is not that he lived through this, but that he didn't realize the problems he was having were associated with this, right? Right? Unbelievable. Yeah, I've had two of those. Why don't you give me another? Ah, 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 ah. Wow. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with someone like this, folks? What do you do with the rest of the planet? Take your Jim Jones juice. Go right ahead. Hey, folks, at the Prepared Mind Channel, we take your health very seriously. That's why we recommend the Jim Jones juice. Whee! That's right, the Jim Jones juice. Get yourself a can today. Just the friendly homes of America are always prepared for hospitality. Not only on Thanksgiving Day, but every day, all the year around. No matter who comes to call or who happens to drop in. There's nothing like hitting the Jim Jones juice, laying one down, and feeling that stuff enter your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. oh. Did Bill leave his pop and candy only half eaten? No, sir. Oh, heart attack, heart attack, dog defibrillator, clot, clot, Don't forget, call an ambulance when you get your Jim Jones juice, because it's that good. Oh, 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 oh. By the way, folks, Joe Biden has declared, quote, the pandemic is over, end quote. Yet federal agencies are still pushing their mandates. How does that make a lick of sense? Let's do this, folks. It's time to get to your questions. Get them in if you haven't already. Jolene is ready. I'm ready. We're all ready. Let's get to the Q&A. Are you ready? You know, it is a Monday, and I tend to go a little long on Mondays in the old Q&A, but let's do it. Let's jump right in. Jolene, who do we want to put up first? Who gets the first call? It is Oregon Patriot. Bam, right out front. Louisiana cockroach. <laughs> Did you run into Governor John Bell Edwards? I uh, made a joke in the, in the comment section. Those of you on YouTube, you don't get to see that because it's only here for, well, it's only here for preparedmind.club and um, subscribestar.com and a couple other people, right? We have a lot of jokes and a lot of fun over here. And that's why we say, please join us at the club because you get a lot more than just these broadcasts live. 
you get information about the Jim Jones juice, the treatments, the cures. Well, the treatments, the cures. There's a claim that there's actually cures out there, folks. Can you believe that? Right. And other stories having to do with elections and trouble that we can't talk about here too often, too much, too loudly. But uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, the Louisiana cockroach. That's a scary thing if you've ever been to Louisiana. Okay, folks, let's move on. Thank you, Oregon Patriot, for that joke. And he says, oh, thanks, John. There are good people here in Oregon, but you won't find many young ones. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Oregon Patriot. Um, when I was up in extreme Northern California, right, I spent some time on the backside of the Oregon uh, Cascades, and that's where I found so many good Oregonites. And, and folks, there are great people from Oregon. The ones that you need to worry about are the young ones who live up in the uh, Portland area. That's really where the state of Oregon is getting a black eye and a bad name. The rest of Oregon is full of people who just don't like California. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, except for all of the socialist types. But again, most of them spend their time up there around well, the capital and again, the Portland area. The entire state is literally controlled by the northwest corner of Oregon. And I would love to see Oregon split in half and half of Oregon uh, either form its own state or become part of Idaho. I mean, if you look at the, I mean, Idaho looks like a pork chop. The panhandle or the pork chop handle of Idaho, that needs to be thickened up with some Oregon and some Washington, even the state of Washington. Folks on the east side of the Cascades is a much more conservative area. Uh, Idaho could probably tolerate having a bunch of good people there, but Idaho is in big trouble right now because it has so many California refugees. But the people that have moved there aren't, well, a lot of them are, but a lot of them aren't conservatives. A lot of them are transplants who have taken their socialist notions across the border and ruined other states the way they've ruined New Mexico, Colorado. They're trying to ruin Montana. They've completely jacked up Idaho, Oregon, and Washington. Uh, socialism, folks, is a mental disease. Show me a socialist in Washington, D.C. that doesn't sound like a lunatic. Show me a socialist in Washington, D.C., who isn't a traitor to this country and a hater of the Constitution. And socialist folks live in fear, abject terror and fear of the Declaration of Independence. I don't have to exaggerate. No need to exaggerate. Thank you again, Oregon Patriot. Uh, let's move on if we shall. We've got Doc Holliday. And this is interesting. He says, finally... Republicans act the way they're supposed to act instead of wannabe communists. 100 Republicans ask credit card companies the deal, right? Stand up and fight or lose your freedom. We're going to have this country split in two, folks. I don't know if we're going to have a revolution. I, I don't know if we're going to have a civil war or if we can have a peaceful secession. Now, the question is, where do we draw the lines? How do we decide who goes to be free and who doesn't, right? What's this new Mason-Dixon line going to look like? And what about states like Montana? 
where they've got a bunch of lunatic uh, transplants who think that they own Montana because they own a second or third home there. These rich uh, limousine liberals, you know, like uh, uh, Ted Turner and Bill Gates, right? States like Texas. I mean, what are we going to do down in the South here? Are we going to tell Democrats, okay, this is your chance. We've got, uh, you know, this this area over here where we're going to send you and everyone is going to throw tomatoes at you, or you can just leave the state. You notice I didn't say kill them. Now, up north, I'm sure the Democrats have an attitude, folks. Oh, that's right. We've seen it. We've heard it from Governor Kathy Hockel of New York, who told Republicans to get the hell out and go down to the state of Florida. Well, folks, Florida apparently is benefiting mightily from the inflow of wealth from around the country. Even a huge investment corporation, not just one, but many. I think Goldman Sachs is opening offices down there. And Citadel, folks, investments has left Chicago. Given Chicago the big bird, the your number one wave, hasta la vista, and taken their money and gone. And so these northern cities, I mean, we are we going to have that, right? Credit card companies. I mean, I've had a little trouble with PayPal, right? F you, PayPal. F you, Patreon. I've got a lot of fuck yous out there for a lot of these banks, folks, because of social credit scores. I guess if I put on a pair of rainbow underwear and ran around the street uh, chasing children, I guess they would probably say, oh, that John, he's a silly guy. He's just fine. Let's give him all kinds of free money and forgive all of his debts because, you know, he's a fantastic Fruit Loop. Well, that's the credit they give themselves. And then they congratulate themselves on being so so brave for being so fucked in the head and willing to let everyone know and not get any treatment. In fact, they're going to make everyone accept their problems. Unbelievable, folks. Instead of getting treatment, they think we should get treatment. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, credit card companies, social media companies, big tech. The fight isn't just for you and me on the street. The fight is going to be over the control of our financial system, folks. Whether or not we need to have a new one, have a new one created, separate and distinct from the Washington and New York banking system. Right? Do we need to have a whole separate banking and financial system for the South, for the free states? If the rest of the country is splitting politically, socially, I would stand to reason that we would also have a split financially, banking. How about this? Militarily, have the country split into. Imagine having a freedom army and a socialist army on this continent. Well, that's what Joe Biden and Lloyd the Loser, Austin, Secretary of Defense, and the rest of the Pentagon scum, folks, the scum in the Pentagon. I never thought there'd be a day when I look at the Pentagon and go, it's full of scum. But it is, folks. It's full of woke scum. And they've chased out as many of the good, patriotic, God-loving, Constitution-loving, right, Americans. It's unbelievable what has happened. Uh, I know people who um, live in and around the Washington, D.C. area. And they say it is a hot box of monkeypox, Fruit Loops, literally. 
to find a straight person in Washington, D.C. is kind of like, let me use a real analogy, reaching into a box of Lucky Charms and, and not pulling out a marshmallow. <laughs> I mean, there's straight people there, but they're getting harder to find. Uh, okay, let's do this. Let us move on if we shall. Um, <laughs> Nikki, who did her first uh, tour as a Knights of the Roundtable participant last night, says, Florida is full, damn it. I agree. I, I've seen pictures. Florida, they, they actually have cars on the highway now instead of just alligators. And in fact, I heard there's so many people showing up uh, in Florida that the iguanas are now being put on the menus to satisfy the uh, uh, the southern delicacy uh, <laughs> that has been developed by them. Nikki, you get out there and take care of them iguanas. All right. Um, thank you very much. Let's move on if we shall. Let's see what we've got next. Um, gotta love it. Folks, Latin America preparedness. He says, a Hurricane Fiona knocked out the power in Puerto Rico on the entire island. Puerto Rico has not recovered from Hurricane Maria, uh, the devastation from five years ago. What recommendations you have for disaster prep? <sighs> was it Hurricane Maria? I mean, there was, there was a year where there were a lot of hurricanes. I thought it was Hurricane Irma that just knocked the ever-loving shit out of Puerto Rico. Well, regardless of the hurricane's name, what happened was Caribbean islands, folks, were hit so hard, their infrastructure, meaning their power, their roads, right? The, the flooding that occurred there was incredible, washing out roads and, and taking that down buildings. It was incredible. And then the hurricane relief was sent there. And we discovered, we meaning you, me, the whole world, that months later, a lot of that hurricane relief, which was food, supplies, building materials, even generators, were all stored in warehouses controlled by the elite politicians in Puerto Rico. Folks, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. It is not a state. It is run like a third world cesspool. It has all kinds of tax benefits if you want to be a U.S. citizen and live there. Kind of like Peter Schiff. But Peter Schiff is now being attacked by this, uh, shall we say, corrupt political system. Puerto Rico is much like, uh, shall we say, Washington, D.C. Yeah, these, these politicians down there, they were keeping all of the goods for themselves. So let me ask you this. Out of the money that was sent there, the relief aid, how suitable has the rebuilding of their power infrastructure been if a weak-ass hurricane like Fiona can knock them out 100% again? I remember when Hurricane Irma went through, right, and the whole island was knocked dead. Everyone said, yeah, you bet it should be knocked dead. That was a powerful hurricane. Folks, that was a powerful hurricane. I remember seeing pictures of uh, boating marinas on islands in the Caribbean where all the boats were just washed up into a pile of white fiberglass just smashed against each other. Destroyed entire marinas full of boats and yachts. Incredibly powerful. Yeah, that can wipe out power on an island. 
even one that should have been as uh, well-structured as Puerto Rico, which was built with American tax dollars. The amount of money spent in Puerto Rico, American tax dollars, because it is a U.S. territory, is astounding. And relief money and support and more relief money and manpower sent to Puerto Rico and we get a little hurricane like Fiona and it gets knocked over. Now, the people I know down in Florida, they're not afraid of Fiona. Right now, I'm not taunting Fiona. I'm not, you know, I don't want it to get bad. And then everyone goes, you did it, John. This is your fault. The first hurricane of the season, what was supposed to be just a huge hurricane season. Right. We finally get a, a little hurricane and that's all it took to knock out Puerto Rico. Now, the lesson to be learned from this is in an emergency situation, can you count on your local government, your local utilities, your local people to get your electrical system back up quickly? And can you count on the system that they get serviceable? They start getting the juice flowing. Can you count on it to last? Or will another blow of air knock it all over again? The same way Puerto Rico has suffered. I think it's a fair question. You need food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, and a means of self-defense. But that food, water, shelter. Shelter includes power, electricity, having a generator, smart idea, having solar panels and a battery system. A very smart idea. Generators are great. They make a little bit of noise. Solar panels are silent. Now, you, oh, you're not going to be able to get enough power to run air conditioning and and run three or four freezers. You're not going to have that kind of power, but you can get enough power, definitely, folks, uh, with just a few solar panels that we sell at the preparedmind.club, by the way. We don't sell them there. We just tell you, go to that company. They've got them. Right? We're an affiliate. We send people to their company. And by the way, the companies we send you to are not Walmart or Amazon. We don't send people to Target or Dick's Sporting Goods. Screw them. Fuck them. We send people to companies that sell products. I think that's a better way to go. It's a better system. That way we don't reward Amazon for predatory pricing. That way we don't reward Walmart for screwing over mom and pop. And we don't reward Target for selling weenie crunching underwear for boys and breast mashing bras for little girls. Bunch of junk. It is Jackery Solar, uh, and you can find it through the preparedmind.co. But that's what I recommend, folks. Understand the world we live in today is not the world we lived in 20 years ago or even five years ago. Craziness. All right, let's move along. I know I'm getting long-winded again. Eli in the Wolverine State, he says, it was only a matter of time before the world figured the dollar is just debt. Well, a lot of countries figured it a long time ago. Countries like, well, Russia and China, India, and they've been buying gold and silver, and they've been buying resources, folks. China has been reaching out around the world and buying mining projects in Africa, in South America, in Asia, in the Middle East. Russia's been uh, intelligently intelligently, folks, Russia has been intelligently getting its mines in operation, in preparation 
for the coming problem, right? This bipolar world where one part is America and Europe and the other part is China and Russia and their allies. But China and Russia are going to say, you know what? You don't get our resources and then treat us like we're scum. It's going to be something. Yeah, the dollar is debt. The dollar represents debt, not an asset, right? It's a liability, not an asset. There's quite a difference. Take Economics 101 and discover the difference. All right, Jolene, who is next? Uh, we've got Dennis Chandler. He says, why is the oil from Russia causing these problems in Europe when they could go to OPEC? to get what they need. I have never heard that Russia was that big of a player in the oil business. And if the United States was that worried, then why don't they open up our oil fields? Dennis, welcome to the party, pal. What Russia sells uh, the most to Europe is natural gas, natural gas. And they run it through the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines into Germany, into Europe. And because of this war in Ukraine, Russia's turned that off and said, well, fuck you then. Uh, now, but Russia also does sell natural gas and it sells oil as well. And Russia is now a bigger exporter of oil, folks, than the Middle East, than Saudi Arabia. Russia has a lot of oil. And the Middle East, folks, is running out. The Middle East is actually trying to turn, get this, the Middle East, right, countries like uh, the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, they're turning to nuclear power and promoting nuclear power projects as the wave of the future. Clean energy, right, environmentally friendly energy, all of these things that, uh, well, yeah, the, the, the goofballs at the World Economic Forum uh, have been pushing, well, now these countries are doing it, and the World Economic Forum is not going to benefit from it. Uh, Russia is OPEC+, plus, meaning Russia is a member of the oil-producing, exporting countries. And they all work together. They are a cartel, or as jackass in uh, <clears throat> Congress, uh, Steny Hoyer called them, they're a cadre. Right? Russia, China... Uh, they're allies, folks, in the Middle East, the oil-producing countries. They're a cadre, and they don't care what the West wants. They did it to themselves. The United States and Europe have done this to themselves. And Joe Biden is not interested in energy independence. If he was, he would not have killed the Keystone Pipeline and other oil projects, exploration, development, onshore, offshore, up in Alaska, and everywhere else. He's done everything he can to kill it. So you have to ask yourself, why did he do that? Knowing Russia is such a huge exporter of gas and oil. Well, he wanted to cripple this country, folks. Joe Biden's job is to bring America down for the World Economic Forum. He is not serving you and I, the people. Joe Biden is not serving even the United States of America. He is serving masters, folks. He is serving different masters, in my opinion. He is a traitor to this country. He gave away everything that Americans invested, fought, and died for in Afghanistan, trying to help those people and get their country out of trouble. What they do? They went in there, they exploited them, then they just gave it, handed it right back to the very terrorist organizations 
And not only did he hand them Afghanistan back, Joe Biden, he gave them Afghanistan back and $85 billion worth of military equipment, hardware, ammunitions, munitions, explosives, helicopters, and drone aircraft, making them folks, <laughs> I believe, somewhere, somewhere in the top 15 military powers of the world. Right? He's not bigger than us or Russia or China, but the Taliban is a very powerful military now. And Joe Biden made them a powerful military. That is sickening, absolutely sickening. And he did it in front of you and me, all of America, the whole world. And he got away with it. Imagine if Trump did that. If Trump gave $85 billion worth of equipment to terrorists, oh, he would be impeached. And the Senate would convict. And they would, folks, pass sentence. <laughs> Un unbelievable. Let us move on if we shall. We're running out of time here. We like to go one hour every day, and I don't want to don't want to go over too long. We got James Nicholson. He says, hey, John, let's test Joe's theory and see if he drops dead and we'll be happy. <laughs> oh, folks, don't laugh. If Joe falls over, we get cackling camel toes. The vice president, Kamala Harris. Mm-mm-mm. I don't think we'd be in any better shape. But it is a funny thought. You know, funny thought. We would definitely play, right? Let's take a wild guess what caused it. Thank you, James. Moving on, we've got, what do we got, Jolene? <laughs> An Australian woman, someone who wants to be anonymous. Uh, this is what she has to say. The United States of America has been defeated without a shot fired. No food, fuel, medicine, military purged, soft border invasion. You've been set up. How can any nation stand against them without food, fuel, medicines, or weapons? They've given it all away. That's an interesting observation and probably one that's easier to see if you're not in the United States of America, to see it from that perspective. Go ahead and put up the first uh, part of that statement, if you would, Jolene. Thank you. The United States uh, of America has been defeated without a shot fired. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to argue with you just for, just for argument's sake. Shots have been fired. Shots have been fired. Waco, Ruby Ridge, shots have been fired. All the school shootings, shots have been fired. 9-11, that's some big shots. Boston bombing, you bet. All of those are shots fired. The Department of Homeland Security, the, the NDAA, the Patriot Act, those were legislative bombs dropped on the American people. Shots have been fired. We're well aware of it. We have. Uh, we have food, just not as much. We have fuel, just not as much. We have medicine, just not as much. The military is being purged, but it's not fully purged. And a soft border invasion I think it's more like a hard border invasion. Five million people since Joe has taken office, Australian woman, have invaded our nation, our sacred soil in America. We're in big trouble. I'll agree with you there. We have been set up. And it isn't something that happened last week or just in the last couple of years. Um, <clears throat> 
this nation can stand against our enemy without food, fuel, medicine, because we have weapons. If they have fuel to fight us, then we have fuel to fight back. If they have food to fight us, we have food to fight back. If they have medicine, so do we. And we do already in America, the civilian population, which is just proliferated <laughs> with hunters, sportsmen, veterans, and patriots. And we all have an incredible amount of arms and armament. The country, the military, has had their weapons given away, a lot of them. And the military has been purged to a great degree. And that's why I think they do want to use drones and robots to fight. Because, you know, they're that weak. A bunch of uh, lily-livered, soft-skinned, skinny-wearing jeans, right? These military members who are kind of light in their loafers. They need a timeout. They need to hug cuddly, soft toys. And they get upset very easily and, and start throwing a fit and crying on the ground. Uh, those members of the military that act like that, they won't last. Hardcore Marines and soldiers... Uh, folks, whether they got out last month or five years ago, 10 years ago, 20, 30, 40, they're still patriotic and they still have their skills. Right? The enemies of America, they don't want to come here because the people is what makes this nation safe. I think Joe Biden, I think the World Economic Forum, and I think the enemies of freedom and liberty have made a grand mistake. Because in order to get their, uh, shall we say, their wet dream of a globalist takeover, they've had to expose themselves. And the people are waking up and seeing it. Now, conversely, or rather to the other point, um, <clears throat> not many people are willing to actually take their head out of the hole in the ground, out of the sand, and look around and join in the effort. Right? We've got a couple thousand people. Three, four, five, maybe 10,000 people will watch this particular video. But they'll carry with them the same attitude I have as they go out in public. And those 10,000 people talk to two, five, ten others. And encourage other people to wake the hell up. Start paying attention and get pissed off because the enemies of America are at the door. People are just waiting for an opportunity, folks, to get rid of the scum. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. I'm not promoting violence. I'm not glorifying it or glamorizing it. It just happens to be what happens. It is the thing that human beings do when they get hungry, when they're scared, when they're desperate, or when they're threatened. When those things happen, people fight back. So the hungrier they get, yes, the more trapped they feel because they don't have fuel, the sicker they get, right? It is the injured tiger that is the most dangerous. All of those things make Americans very dangerous. It also makes Australians dangerous. But there's a difference between Americans and Australians and Americans and Canadians and Americans and Brits or Americans and the Irish. And that is that the Americans, people like me, have a lot of freedom seed spreaders. <laughs> Yes, indeed. We have a lot of freedom seeds, right? And uh, 
we have high velocity freedom seed spreaders and um, we're willing to share those freedom seeds with those who deserve them most. Folks, chance favors the prepared mind is yours. Go to the preparedmind.club and get what you need. Is it getting nasty? You bet. Is it going to be dangerous? Obviously. Is someone going to take your life into account? Protect you the way it needs to be? No. Sorry. Right? You've got to take that for yourself. You've got to protect yourself. It's your job to protect yourself, your family, and your nation. So take up that challenge. Right? Take it up. Freedom is that important. God bless America. Semper Fi.